Hello, cleaning buddies. Welcome to the podcast. This is Jin Lin. Um, ah, I'm, it is like, it's not even, it's just turned to eight o'clock on a Saturday. Um, I went to sleep at a decent time last night. I woke up early this morning. I've been just having some time to myself. Um, so I guess I just wanted to make this episode to kind of say like, hope you guys are doing great. Um, but I just really need some time to myself this weekend. And, um, I may still record something because I just love to do it, but I'm not, I don't have like major plans or anything to do that. Um, having spent every free moment working on my ceiling, like for the last several months, um, and I mean, I know that's a little bit of an exaggeration because there were some times when I took some breaks, but I don't know what it is lately. I just absolutely a thousand percent need a break this weekend and just like time to like, I don't know. It's what's really crazy is that my house is mostly clean. Part of that is because my daughter has figured out that she can get a lot more, gets to do a lot more of the things she wants if she helps me out. So she has been helping me out a lot. Um, my kitchen is pretty much clean and, um, I also, oh, I don't know if I told you guys, so that the day, no, I didn't. Cause the last thing I have on here is the long work session. So after that day that I recorded the long work session thing, I went and sat down finally end of the night. I go sit down in my living room and all of a sudden I'm hearing this weird dripping sound from the kitchen. Like my sink drips from time to time. It's one of those little handles where you have to like, you know, you go, it's just like, I don't know if swivel is the right word, but like it goes one way for hot, one way for cold, but it's all one piece. So sometimes it makes a sound like that, <clears throat> but this sounded slightly different. It sounded just like in a little bit of a different location and it went from sounding like at first just like a little kind of not maybe not even a drip to like sounding like it was water hitting water, which was interesting. And I almost didn't do anything. I almost was like, I always hear the sound, whatever. But then it was kind of like, you know, it's going to cost me money. So <clears throat> I go in there and it is not my sink. And that was the other part because my dishwasher was on. So typically if my dishwasher's on, I'm not going to hear my sink dripping because it's just not a loud sound, loud enough sound over the dishwasher. No, it was water at the foot of my dishwasher. And so I get a towel and I'm starting to mop up this water while simultaneously trying to turn off the dishwasher. And water starts hitting the top of my hand while my hand's on the floor because the water is pouring out of my cabinet next to my dishwasher. So that was interesting. It is the cabinet where I keep all my small appliances. So I have a blender in there, my toasters in there, my mixer, my rice cooker, my Instapot, um, my grinder thing. I'm having to pull all this stuff out. I finally got the dishwasher turned off, which I don't really think at that point it really mattered. I mean, I guess it would have mattered eventually, but anyway, get the thing turned off. Um, and I'm at this point, 
I'm starting to get a little suspicious because it was really, it was just weird. My daughter and I had been having kind of like some disagreements about things. And I was like, and the reason, the only reason I thought this was because she had kind of like, there was something kitchen related that she did like to be a butt. And so I was thinking, but she's not like that. She's not like a destructive, she wouldn't like cause a problem like that on purpose. Like she wouldn't even think to do it because her kind of thing is like, here's something already done. I'm going to be spiteful about this. It's not like, I don't know how to say it anyway. So for a second I was like, and then I was, I almost thought like, has someone been in my house or like, oh, well, I haven't finished telling the story. So that kind of doesn't make sense yet. So I'm looking in there. And the first thing I noticed was there was a pipe in there that had a date from, it said May of 2021. And I was like, so that's been like since after my ex left. And I believe that I got the dishwasher. In fact, I'm pretty sure that I got the dishwasher after he was moved out. But like before we, um, I don't know. I don't know the exact dates and timing and whatever. But, um, yeah, it was, yeah, it was because the dishwasher had been working for a little bit of time, had such issues with that stupid spot in my kitchen. It's, um, anyway, so I get all this stuff pulled out and I started noticing these paper towels underneath the pipe, like the, it's the drain tube, basically it goes through that cabinet, but it's like way more tubing than there should be. I feel like. It's also, it's not even done correctly because you're supposed to do that tubing from the top. It's supposed to be a drain. So it needs to drain down, right? But ours is all across the floor and then goes up. When it gets underneath the sink, it goes up into the disposal, which is just stupid. So anyway, but I didn't put that in. So um, so I'm calling my mom at this point because I'm kind of freaking out a little bit. I'm like, what if the, like, was it is some rodent in here and like bit a hole in the tube? Like what is going on? And as I'm on the phone with her, I go to grab the tube to like check it for any kind of, you know, cuts or whatever. And it just, it's just one side. The other side's still sitting in the cabinet. So like it's completely apart. The two sides are not connected. Like they weren't even close to each other when I realized you know, because at first I couldn't really, I didn't know. It's like looped around the tube is and I don't know. But there's like, so there's like a rubber, I don't know what a gasket is, but I would call this a gasket. Um, like, no, I have to look that up to see what that actually means. But there's like this rubber part that looks like, um, kind of like if you had, you know, your hairspray or whatever, it has like the lid on it, you know, the little plastic top, but this was made out of rubber. And, um, a shaped piece of ring or rubber or other material sealing the junction between two surfaces in an engine or other device. Okay. I mean, so gasket's not the worst term that I could use. So the one tube has like, um, trying to think because it reminds me of something the other side of the tube they're both both sides are rubber um but the one side kind of reminds me of like um the top of a beer bottle 
but made out of rubber. So it kind of has like that same shape. And then the other one, it like goes over the top, like a, like a hair, like a cap for a thing. But of course it has a tube on the other end. So it's these two black rubber gasket thingies with a plastic, with plastic tubing on each side. And in the middle of the bigger side, the side that goes over the small part, there's a metal, what probably is actually called a gasket. I don't know. Um, well, really it's like a clamp. It's like a, it has a, um, bolt and like a screwdriver. It's like a screw on one end and like a bolt on the other to where you can tighten it and loosen it. And so the one piece fits around the other and then you tighten that, um, clamp. Well, I had to loosen the clamp because it was already tightened. So I loosened the clamp, put the two pieces together, tighten it back up. At this point, I realized, because, I mean, at least it was not, it it did smell a little bit gross. It wasn't horrible. Like, it kind of smelled like, um, like if you open a milk carton after it's been, like, you go to rinse a milk carton that's been sitting there for a minute. Not quite as strong, though, because it was very, like, fleeting. Like, the smell didn't stay. Um, It was like a sulfur smell, I guess. But like, I'm sorry if you guys can hear my stomach. I just realized it's like growling and I have the thing right on top. So I'm like trying to fix everything. And then I realized like I have pooling water in the cabinet and it's clearly been doing this for like, it hasn't been draining into my, well, okay. It's obviously been leaking because I would consider what was happening that day draining into my cabinet. So it's obviously been leaking into the cabinet for a while. Um, but this was the first time it actually came out of the cabinet and was pouring out onto the floor. It doesn't look like there's any serious damage back there. I mean, I probably should take stuff out and check, but I just, I'm not going to. I left the cabinet open for a while so everything could dry out. Um, I ran, the dishwasher's run multiple times since then. I think what I'm going to do is just once a month check and make sure that it's all still um, connected and everything. But um, yeah, that was right after the long work session that I talked about with you guys. Um, I have got to get this stupid um, scaffolding to my storage unit. I was kind of wanting to take my saw. There's like a couple things that I want to do this weekend um, just to get my house back. You guys... Oh my gosh, I have not even talked about my closet, I don't think. I don't think I've talked about the closet with you guys yet. It is like the greatest birthday present, Christmas present, graduation gift, like life graduation gift. Like I've I've made it to bigger and better things in my life. It is amazing. You guys, with me and my ex using that closet, it was never, like, it was always so full of everything. It was never, like, <clears throat> there was always something in the way. There was always something, like, aggravating me or whatever. Every single time that I walk into that bathroom and through to my closet, I feel like a celebrity. It feels like like one of those you see those closets on like 
I'm going to probably really date myself, but like on MTV Cribs. <clears throat> and it's not that big. Like the closet is, um, it's nine. Well, with the, I believe the measurement it's like, it's like nine and a half feet across like lengthwise. And then I want to say, I think the closet itself is five feet. That sounds about right. Yeah. 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 Cause it's, yeah. Cause just based off of when I was doing the boards, it is five feet. So five by it's five by 10. Is that like 50 square feet? I think, isn't that how you do it? Five times the length. That's the square footage. So 50 square feet. Um, <clears throat> but I'm going to have to take pictures. I, oh my gosh. And when I put my, you know, I was really worried about pushing my, um, nightstand in there because in between the two, so I had a place for a long, um, like to hang long dresses and things like that. And it was always just like underneath all that stuff was always just like a pile of garbage, like not, not literal garbage, but you know, like just stuff that didn't really need to go there. I need, I've got to set up a pay. I've got to set up that Patreon thing that I keep talking about. Cause there's so many things I want to share pictures with you guys. Oh my goodness. I love my closet. It, and so one of the things I want to do this weekend is take back my bathroom. And I don't know if I told you guys, my ex was like really rough on everything. And he had broken one of the drawers in the vanity in the bathroom. And I fixed that the last, um, well, I don't actually, I think my daughter was here. So I don't think I did fix that last weekend, but I did get that fixed. So now all the drawers in my vanity, they're very small drawers. <sighs> I really need to do so much reorganizing and um, there's like so many things I'm going to sit down. I'm going to make a list of like, I'm sorry guys. I've been having like, um, everyone I know around me has been having this weird, getting this like gravelly voice and that's always so much fun. (laughs) Anyway, also just the fact that my bedroom and my closet Except, well, because I moved one new piece of furniture into my bedroom that's not decluttered. Like it has the drawers and stuff or the little basket things that haven't been decluttered. But that, my daughter's, where her clothes are, which are going to be moved into my closet soon anyway. I cannot wait for that. Um, And I need to go through my bathroom. But like everything else, every single drawer, every single cabinet, in my bedroom, my bathroom has been, or not my bathroom, sorry, my closet. The bathroom though, it's like literally six teeny tiny drawers, like the smallest drawers you've ever seen, like smaller than a kitchen drawer. And, um, the underneath part of the sink, which will literally take me about 15 minutes. It's like, I'm, as I'm talking to you guys, I'm starting to get really motivated to go and do it. Um, I am going to put on a Pomodoro thing today for myself. I don't plan on like doing a long recording. This is just my update thing for you guys. but, um, so I want to do that, get my bathroom back to where I can actually get ready in the morning in my actual bathroom. And that will take so much of just the stress and the 
mess and everything else out of my guest bathroom. And so my guest bathroom will be looking so amazing all the time. Um, but as far as the closet goes, um, and I also put my, um, I put an extra light in my closet, which is like my, um, it used to be an alarm clock. Well, I mean, it's just a clock, but it is an alarm clock, but it's like one of those ones that wakes you up with like, I used to call it my Cinderella alarm clock. I use my phone now because my phone has a, um, a really nice, um, what do you call it? Alarm that's not jarring to me. I, I cannot be woken up by jarring alarms. It just, ever since I went to a, a more gentle alarm in the morning, um, my whole life has been different. And I started doing that, like, I've had that alarm clock since before, um, Oh my gosh, like, I'd say probably, well, I was going to say 2015, but it's been longer than that. Um, I don't know when I bought that alarm clock, but it was definitely before 2014. So I'm thinking like 2012, maybe. Um, <clears throat> so damn, that's 10 years. 10 ye- holy crap. Okay, whatever. Um, yeah, it's at least 10 years because I also replaced the, um, you know, it's kind of funny. It's like when I think about stuff that made a positive change in my life and like carried over, it's also around times of big transition. So like I had always wanted to, you know, like the car that I used to drive, well, like two cars ago, it just did not suit me at all. And I always was like, I'm never going to buy a new car. And then it became really important to me to only put ethanol free gas in my car. So the only way you can make sure that your vehicle is like that as if it's a new vehicle. And so, um, my last vehicle, um, I actually did buy in 2012. And, uh, so I guess it's kind of around the same time. It's like, I realized, um, the vehicle that I had was not like, it just wasn't me. It was practical, but it wasn't me. And so I bought something that was like, this is who I am. Um, and it, like, I don't mean I got my identity through my car, I just mean like it reflected my personality, like the real me. And so I got that. And then, um, I started having, you know, I started realizing like the things in my life that were, um, not really, so all this was like right around, like right before, I mean, not right before, but it was, you know, it was getting close to turning 35 and it was just like, something around that, that time frame. It's just like, you start really understanding like what you want. I remember it was like around the time, cause I used to try everything. Like I used to try all these different products, like for, I mean, in every situation, like for my hair, for my face, for my, um, like washing clothes, cleaning the house. And then it's like, as I've gotten older, which is kind of weird. Cause like a lot of times people will, whatever they start using, or a lot of times also it's like, whatever their parents used, they will continue to use. Um, and in some cases it's like you go the exact opposite and you want to do everything opposite of whatever your parents did. But, um, like for the longest time I had state farm insurance because that's what my parents had. And then I realized like, which, I mean, they never had any trouble with, you know, it's like that kind of thing. But I was like, okay, well I want to do like I need a better deal. So I'm going to go with this other company, which I'm about to switch from. I don't want to say anything, but, um, 
And so it was like things like now the moisturizer that I use for my face, I will not use any. I mean, sometimes I switch it up a little bit, but it's perfect for me and I will not use anything else. I know it works for my hair. Um, I know like certain scents that I like. I know like the stuff that I clean my floors with. I mean, I don't even know if they're, how long they're going to, um, keep making that stuff, but I don't even care because I have like a case of it that I bought off of Amazon (laughs) when I couldn't find it one time. Um, and so like, it's like slowly over time, you kind of find the things that really work for you. And, um, I've, but I did, I've noticed like major shifts since I stopped, um, Like when I've found things that made my life better and one of the things that was really, and I think probably part of it is being like neurodivergent, but part of it, I think I don't, it's probably not really good for any human to be woken from sleep in a very jarring way. Um, so that little alarm clock I got, was Phillips. It looks like they don't even sell this one anymore. Now I think the ones they sell are like a round shape. And it doesn't have, it's not a sun replacement. It's not like light therapy, but it's very slowly as it starts getting closer to your alarm time, the light starts coming on just a little bit. It starts getting, and it goes to a set level. So like you get to set the brightness. You can have it like as bright as the sun, if that's what it takes to wake you up, but it wakes you up more naturally with the light turning on. I really should probably use it. I should probably set it on the floor next to my bed. Um, that way it probably wouldn't wake my daughter up. I don't know. But, um, that's really the reason I stopped using it was because of it waking her up. And also just because I swear every time I set the time, our power will go out with it. Like our power will not go out for like six months, but if I set the time on that clock or really any clock in my house, I pretty much just leave all my clocks wrong because anytime I reset them, the power instantly goes out. Um, not instantly, but you know what I mean? So anyway, I really want to take back my bathroom this weekend. Um, there's some stuff I really want to get to my storage unit. So that's out of the way. Um, and I, there's just so many, it's like now that it's like the more stuff in my house that is, that makes me happy, that like makes me feel good when I see it or when, you know, whatever, It's just like, I feel so much better about the choices that I made, you know, because, um, and this is all coming to a conclusion of like what I have always struggled, like I've got an intro that I always use. I've always struggled with an end tagline, but I think I finally figured out what I want to, how I want to close out my podcast from now on. Um, And uh, obviously you'll figure that out when you get to the end of this podcast today. But, um, so I just forgot where I was going. Oh, just like with decisions and stuff like that. (sighs) Oh my gosh. You ever like inhale water? That's what it just felt like I did. Okay, that was the last of my drinks, so I'm hoping I can make it through the rest of this. I'm so sorry, guys. Um, yeah, so 
I've had to make a lot of hard decisions like over the past, um, <coughs> this is so crazy. Like next month, um, I wouldn't say next month I will be single for two years because two years ago, <clears throat> whenever, um, I told my ex for the very first time to, to leave, um, <clears throat> and I say that because like throughout our, our relationship, he always told me that I was kicking him out. But when I went back and found I was getting stuff for court, I found out that every single time that I thought I had kicked him out, he actually just had left. Um, not like left, like he's leaving me, but just like, it was always his decision. Like I might've been talking and saying, you know, if you're doing, if you keep doing this, you have to go. Um, but I never actually said you have to go until the last time. Um, so really I only said it once and I meant it, but at that time I really was still under the impression that I was dealing with mental illness, not me personally, but with a partner who had mental illness. And honestly, it's just the same way that you would treat, I mean, if you have a partner, because for me it was, I realize now, because it was like, I believe a lot of narcissistic abuse stuff. Um, I believe that, um, you know, everything that I thought was real was not. But I know now that it wasn't real, but then I didn't know that it was all manipulation and stuff like that. So I really thought that I was dealing with a partner who had mental illness and you don't just, just like if he had cancer, I wouldn't just leave him. If he had diabetes, I wouldn't just say, Oh, it's too hard to have to worry about your carb intake. I mean, you know, that's stupid. So, and honestly that helped me so much in dealing with the situation thinking because it gave me, I had compassion for what he was. And he Okay, so someone in active addiction, it's honestly, it is going to present like mental illness and uh, in, in a lot of cases. Um, so I like the things that were going on at that time, like two years ago, next month, the things that were going on at that time, they were way beyond just your typical, you know, but it was, it was active addiction basically is what it was. Um, but I didn't realize that I thought it was, um, like actually mental illness because I honestly believed a hundred percent that he had, um, stopped using stuff. Like I, I know that he did for, um, at least, uh, a several month period because he was able to pass drug tests. And, um, of course, this is a lot of stuff about that. I wasn't trying to get into all that. I was just trying to say, like, I wouldn't say that I've been single for two years, but I have been living alone for two years. Um, and it was weird because whenever I said that a minute ago, I was thinking like, when did I actually decide that it was over? And I think it was, so, February was when he left, but in May, right before 
he um, decided to go to rehab May of 2021. <clears throat> right before he decided to go to rehab, um, we had an incident that, I don't know, maybe at some later date I will go into more detail, but basically my attorney, I had already, I had filed for divorce, um, but I was trying to do like an uncontested divorce. I think that's what it's called. And, um, I wasn't really, this was also in May of 2021, <clears throat> but I was not actually planning to divorce him. And I know that sounds so stupid, but he was starting to say things like, um, like you're not letting me see our daughter, you're keeping her from me. And also he had been out of, he had not been living, we had not been living together for three months and he had not given me a dime of money for support for our daughter. Um, I was also paying his cell phone bill and I was paying his gym membership um, because we had originally joined the gym together and it was just drafted out of my checking account. And I had never, and he had promised me that he was going to put it on his own card and he never did. And so, um, yeah, but anyway, in May of 2021, I had filed paperwork because what I was trying to do is say, like, if you're serious about getting help, then I will not, you know, and you start getting help, I will not go through with this. Um, but until then we will have a temporary, you know, visitation and order for child support so that, you know, I mean, it's just, and he just would say like, you think I'm going to give you money when I'm not even able to live there or whatever. And, um, so anyway, um, he, uh, he did not know anything about it yet. Like my attorney hadn't drafted the papers or anything. I went and saw her on a Thursday and this incident happened the following Sunday. Um, and again, I'm not going to go into it, but I was in fear of my life and for my children's safety after this incident. I have it on camera from three different angles, one with audio. Um, he installed the cameras except for the, the one with the audio. Um, so he was well aware that he was on camera and, uh, also, there was a, another witness there who you can clearly hear on camera telling him that he was, if it was, it was kind of funny because that he says, if I had this on camera, he'd be going to jail right now. And my attorney advised me to get a temporary restraining order. Um, but whenever I found out that a restraining order would have kept him from being able to see our daughter, it wasn't so much that. Like, if it had just been, like, something that would cause no contact for me and him, then I would have been okay with it. But I knew him hearing that he wasn't allowed to see his daughter. Like, I felt that a temporary restraining order would have cost me my life. And at the st in the state that he was, because, like I said active addiction, it might as well, like mental illness, honestly, you're taking substances that are altering your brain. So you're not who you normally would be. And I stand by that a thousand percent. It's made, it made everything a lot harder for me when we went to, when we actually started going to court. 
Um, but I just, I feel like if I also, so like, I feel like if I got the temporary restraining order, I feel like he would have come after me. And I also feel like he would have not gone to rehab because he would have been so enraged by the temporary restraining order. So I think by not getting that restraining order, by him not knowing anything about the filing for anything, I feel like that without that, that led him to going to rehab and everyone's lives have been much better since that. I don't think, um, yeah, I don't know how much I want to go into other stuff, but I, I feel like there's a lot of stuff where, um, he, I, I don't believe that he's been a hundred percent clean since then. Um, and I actually do have some evidence of that as well. Um, <clears throat> like basically I don't believe it's, it's possible to lose over 50 pounds in two weeks, which I have, um, I have video from just coming to the door one week and two weeks later, a totally different physique. Like it's not possible. Um, and, but I don't think, I think it's been nearly a year. No, let's see. That would have been, eh, yeah, I don't know. That's not really important. My whole point is that, um, I guess because, so after that, since I decided not to go with the temporary restraining order, um, I did at that point change the divorce from, um, non-contested to like getting divorced for these reasons. And, you know, they have to put a lot of stuff in there to it, which, I mean, it wound up pretty much being uncontested. Like, I mean, at this point, but I think it was like a slow realization over, um, over the, like from May through the summer, like June, July, August of that year that I realized like, um, it was not, we weren't, and I still, even at that point, cause it was May of last year. Wow. A whole full year later. Um, it was May of last year in 2022 that I finally started deleting pictures. Um, I had hidden a lot of pictures so that I didn't see them whenever I got online, but it took me a full year from that incident to really be like, okay, um, this is really not. And the other thing was like, he started, I, he had started dating and, um, my whole thing was like, you know, actions have to match words. Like I never did that in the past, but like, that was a big thing. And he never really tried to get back together with me. He never like, he didn't ever want to actually try to change anything. And another thing he said was like, I don't see what I did that was that wrong that after eight months, you're still like this. And I was like, okay. Um, and then anytime that we did, cause like December of that year, 2021, we were hanging out a little bit, um, once I had the no contact. Cause when we went to court, um, 
we did have, a, I had a no contact order in place, which actually helped me to get his, um, cause I could not get the gym membership taken off of my, um, from stopping them from taking it out of my account. And they were telling me I was going to have to like, basically like change my checking account number. I'm like, no, I said, I should not have to do that. I said, I have a no contact order. Like we're not, he's not even, I said, I can't ask him to do it because we can't contact each other. And they're like, oh wait, that's different. And I was like, are you serious? They're like, just send us a copy of that. And they had it done within the day. And I was just like, buttholes, like seriously. And it's just so messed up that, um, that victims have to deal with stuff like that. Like, I mean, I know, but I've always heard that if something's coming out in your name and you don't want it to anymore, like they have to stop doing that. Um, and you shouldn't be made to do like, I think another thing is like, they wanted me to come up there or something. I'm like, I have a two year old. She was two at the time. It's like, I can't, or no, she wasn't even, well, yeah, I think she had turned two. Um, but it was just, um, so I don't know, I guess maybe, I mean, I did, de- I made the decision that we were definitely going through with the divorce in May of 2021. Um, but I always, well, I shouldn't say always cause I don't anymore, but I did have hope for probably the next year that maybe, I think I kind of did know like after, um, after December of that year, because, um, there was just, he still had supervised visitation until then. So he couldn't actually see our daughter and all of his family left town. So there was nobody to supervise visitation except for me. So we went and did a Christmas thing together and I could tell that he was taking it the wrong way. And then once I set things straight, like as gently as I could, because I wasn't completely like, no, but I was able to see some things like having spent so much time apart, I was finally able to see some things as they really were. And it was just kind of like oogie to me. And, uh, but then he like completely went back to that evil, you know, like it was Christmas Eve. I was in church. He was trying to say that I was with a guy and called me some very rude names on Christmas Eve while he had our daughter. Um, and that was just kind of like, yeah. And really it's just like, I'm the easier, I was the easier choice kind of thing for him as far as like, um, if he didn't have to completely re, um, reconfigure his life or whatever, I was the easier option. Um, so that he didn't have to do so much work, I guess, to, to do all that and get back to a place where he could just do whatever he wants, you know, but, um, I, you know, it was only a couple months ago that I realized, um, I don't have to ever be in a relationship again. Like, I really think I was kind of like, one of the things that was stressing me out was feeling like I had to find, you know, like I have to find a person and then. <clears throat> I'm going to have to like share stuff with them. And like, I don't mean like information. I mean like space. Um, <laughs> and like, it was kind of weird because my friends had introduced me to this guy and I mean, he was okay, but 
there was just like some things that didn't really, it's just some stuff that seemed off to me, um, or just would be incompatible or whatever. And, uh, I was like, and then there was another person in my life that like, if I, if someone was like, okay, you have to, um, choose somebody that, you know, the single to, you know, like you choose one person as your partner or whatever, like I could definitely see, um, like, I don't know, you know, we just, I'm hearing weird noises. Basically I could see us working out, but even thinking about being in a relationship with that person that I really like and I know that I'm fairly compatible with terrifies me. Like, not so much terrifies me. It's just like, I don't know that I want that. Um, And this is the longest I've ever been. I mean, like not dating anything. It is the absolute longest ever. I mean, I would even say from like, gosh, I don't know. Like I had a little air quotes boyfriend in first grade and I like, I'm not, I don't mean it like that was something serious or that that compares to marriage, but I'm just trying to go back and think like, um, I don't remember there being anybody that I liked in second grade or third grade or fourth, but fifth, sixth, I don't know about middle school. I think I liked people in middle school, but I don't think anybody. And then I know all through high school, I always was, you know, talking to somebody or, you know, going out with, you know, how kids go out, but they don't actually go out with anybody. Um, And I got married for the first time in... I don't know if it was 90, let's see, I think I got married the first time in 99, no, nope, hmm, No, it was, I got married in 1998. Yep, I did. I got married in 1998. And then I left in 99 and our divorce was final in 2000. But after I filed for divorce, I dated people. Our divorce was was finished in 2000. I had a very serious relationship in 2001 that probably still the best relationship that I ever had, but it was military. He had to, it was 2001. (laughs) He was in the desert, um, for most of the time after that. And he just came back and was like, I don't like, I don't know what the deal was, but that didn't work out. We kept in contact for a really long time though. I got married again in 2003. Um, and was married for a very long time. Um, 
and then we separated in 2014 and then 2015 um I was dating again and then met my most recent ex so yeah I mean like and I honestly wouldn't even count anything before late high school but I was just like trying to go back and think like and I would say even then there was always like somebody I liked if I wasn't actually um whatever so that's pretty crazy um but I was gonna say um I feel so much of the time that I am just a thousand percent living my best life and um, whether I ever meet somebody and decide that I'm, I could possibly be in a relationship again um, right now at this time, this is just like perfect for me. This is exactly where I want to be and what I want to be doing. And I do, there are some times when I feel like, you know, a little bit lonely, but not overall, not really. All I have to do is think about like having somebody else's clothes in my floor or having somebody want to watch what they want to watch on TV or, you know, it's like, I don't have to. And it almost makes you think like, how come whenever you have a relationship, it's like, you think like, oh, you're going out all the time and you're never spending time with me or, you know, like any kind of thing like that. Um, or like, I mean, the mess thing is, is different because it's like, you want your space to be nice and they're leaving behind a mess. It's like, stop. But like the other little things, like what they spend their money on, like, if I ever get in a relationship again, what is that guy spending his money on right now? Who freaking knows? And I don't care. So how come whenever you're in a relationship, you care? You know, like, that's the part that I could totally do without. I mean, and I know you don't have to be like that. And maybe in a healthy relationship, it's not like that. Because like, in an unhealthy relationship, they're doing those things in order to cause a reaction. Um my mom used to say about my ex, like, she felt like whenever he got bored, he would just do stuff to stir up trouble. And, like, he would do it all the time, like, when we when she was around, like, kind of, like, in a joking way, we're kind of playing around. <clears throat> but I was like, yeah, I think so. So, anyway, I don't know how we got on this topic, so I guess I'm going to have to label this, like, a water leak story time and living my best life. I don't know. This is just such a, I just wanted to talk to you guys for a little bit because, um, and I do have some things planned. Um, I am going to do some, um, reworking of the speed clean things. And then I had someone request, like, I guess I haven't really put into or gotten the idea of like, different lifestyles and stuff like that. So people who have different living situations and things that they might, um, need a different 
type of episode. Like even people who live like van life people. I mean, I don't really know a lot about that. You know what? Podcast at gmail.com. If you have a different living situation, like if you'd like a speed clean for your situation, but what you're going to have to tell me is like what areas, it's like what areas I would need to hit on. And then like in your situation or in a typical situation like yours, how long would it take for that amount of space? Because I would imagine like van life people, I mean, they probably have to keep their space fairly neat just because you can't be driving around with like a bunch of pots and pans in your sink or whatever. I don't know how that works, but, um, and just having a limited amount of stuff. So, um, or like, I'd never thought about like a studio apartment. Um, or if it's just strictly for kids or whatever the case may be. So, um, and I've always offered up a slower speed clean for people who, you know, which I'm starting to be that kind of person who can't move around as well and stuff like that. Um, so yeah, just hit me up on that. And I'm sorry, this is so long. I just got into a really long story time and I've gone to tell that story a lot and I always delete it, but I think I'm finally going to upload this and it's still not really, if you guys want a full story time episode, like what my situation was and what happened and everything else, um, it might be a story that I would tell. Um, but anyway, so here we go. I, you know, I really don't think that it matters whether you are struggling with keeping your space clean, life stuff, whatever. Complacency is like, it's going to be the thing that causes regrets when you get to the end of your life. That's what I'm starting to really realize. And there's this book I read and she had a thing. It said like when you're leaving a relationship, like the one I left, it's like the only way out of hell is up a very hot ladder. And she stated all these different things that you would, all the different rungs of the ladder that you would come up across. It's not a linear thing. It's up and down, you know, until you get out of there. It's definitely what I've experienced. Like when I read that, I was like, okay, this is what I'm going to go through, but I'm going to get to the top. And, you know, the climb out was accomplished by doing hard things. So yeah, that's just the way to make change in your life. It's not always like, it's not, it's not impossible. It's not always, it's not always terrible and horrible and whatever. But I think it's, it's like a mantra that I've had to say to myself over and over again. And I promise you the results have been unbelievable, but that is what I want to leave you guys with. Keep doing hard things.